happy Tuesday, you guys. I'm already laughing because I know this show is ridiculous. And I know a lot of people have a lot of feelings and people don't want to watch it. People want to boycott it. People want TLC to, to cancel it. But I'm like fascinated. I'm fascinated because I'm looking at it as the experiment that it is. And it's a terrible experiment, but I can't stop watching. I, it, it's uncomfortable. It's weird. It's all the things, the sons and the daughters and all the things. It's, ah! And you guys, welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entry. We are covering season one, episode two of Milf Manor. Your milf should know. Couple of housekeeping things. Bottom of your screen, you can see where you can support the show. Uh, please support the show. Uh, everywhere, Linda's so girly. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, all the things. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it because, listen, y'all, I still can't wrap my mind around it. I know last episode that I covered, I was still like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I still don't get it, but I'm still watching it. So here we are. Yes. Rebecca said, hey, Linda, I have to catch up on the show. It's wild. It's wild. It is wild. It's super wild. Rebecca, I'm just still trying to figure it out. I'm I'm wondering if like the twist twist at the end is like they're actually not their sons. Like they're just fooling all of us because it's, it's so weird. Hey, C. Cruz. Hey, girl. Hey. Anywho. Um, okay. So we're in La, La Paz, Mexico. First thing I want to do is I want to remind you guys of who all is everyone. So April... She's going to be known as April J. In the top right, top left-hand corner, she's in the red dress. Then we have Shannon. They spelled her name wrong. It's Shannon with the A-N. Charlene is the one from New Jersey who had her daughter pass. So Young is the one that is a surgeon who was super controversial, allegedly, this episode. Pola has the son that everyone wants to get with. Uh, Kelly is the one that everyone is upset with. And if you saw the thumbnail that I posted, it said it's Kelly a Karen because this episode she was acting very Karen-ish. She had Karen-ish behavior. Oh, thanks, Becca. Becca said she loves my toque. Appreciate it. Uh, Stephanie is the Bible thumper. And then we have the other April. Uh, we haven't really got to know the other April a lot, so so be it. So here we are, right? And so the show starts off with Kelly and her son, Joey. And I'll pop them up on the screen just so that we all know who's who and what's what. So Kelly's the one who is rubbing all the moms the wrong way, right? Her son is the youngest. He's only 20, uh, Joey. And, you know, they're in Mexico. They're having a good time. It's a pool day. They're kicking it. Joey's looking at the ladies and looking at their bodies and talks about how his mom, he realizes his mom gets a lot of attention and he goes like this from the chest up. And here he is sitting beside his mom talking about his, about his mom like this, saying like, yeah, I get that she gets a lot of attention, but it's because she never wears a bra uh, and the girl's headlights are always popping out. And I was like, I, I just don't know like who... I, don't, I mean, I have an African family, so, like, I don't know. Maybe you Americans do it different. I, I just don't know. But, like, I could never, I could never, I could never just talk like that to or in front of my parents. I just, it's, 
wild to me, but maybe it's a different generation. I don't even know because he's only 20. So then she says back to him, well, you know, it didn't bother you when you were uh, a baby sucking on them. You were really thirsty. And literally my note, you guys, says, oh, my God. Did she really just say, like, I mean, I don't need to get into it because I know that we're all adults here. We're all quite wise. But, like, obviously breastfeeding doesn't have, like, that sexual underlying innuendo and so like for her to say that was really weird to me personally because i just don't equate the two but then in the show i don't know what to equate with what because it's just all so convoluted and and none of it makes sense i don't think your your son 20 year old should be talking to you like that i don't think you should be talking to your son telling him he's thirsty sipping on your nipples like (laughs) I, i mean what are we in, are these the end days? Are we are we in the end days? We just have no moral compass, no like anything. I just don't get it. So Kelly is really into Pola's son, Jose. And I'll pop them up on the screen because we can talk about it. He's actually a real big hit. So Here's Jose on the left right there. And she just really, she has her eyes focused, razor focused on him. She wants to get with him. And in front of his mom, Pola, Kelly's like doing whatever it is that she needs to do. So she feels like Jose's interested in her, but she feels like Pola, who you see on the screen, is cock blocking her. And really she is, because Pola's like, I don't want to have anything her to have anything to do with my son. She's not my son's type. She's fast, she's brash, and she's terrible. And she's loosey goosey two by four. So she's really not feeling Jose and Kelly being together. But deep down, Jose's feeling Kelly. He's feeling everything about her. So um as Kelly is flirting with Jose, we see that she's like, you know what, Pola, because Pola's literally on uh, the beach chair right by them. And uh, so she's like, you know what, I'm going to take your son on a date. And Paula's like, what? When? She's like, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to interfere. Just know that I'm going to ask your son on a single date. And Paula's like, no, I'm not good with this. And like I said, she thinks Kelly is easy. She doesn't like her. She thinks that Kelly has no values and is absolutely not right for her son, Jose. But guess what? Jose's 100% game. He's like, I'm game for the date. He's like, we don't need to tell my mom anything. I want to go. Let's go. And that just like pissed off Paola. She was, I keep saying Paola, it's Paola. Um... It pissed her off and she's like, you know what? Kelly's too wild for my son. My son, she's basically telling us, you guys, that her son likes nice girls and she doesn't feel like Kelly's a nice girl, which, you know, wants me, I want to go into a whole other tirade about that and how women judge women. And because Kelly is like a strong, independent woman who is vocal about what she wants and what she needs, that doesn't necessarily make her uh, wild or loose or any of the things that we stereotypically say about women that are that are like that. Now, 
don't get me wrong, Kelly has some issues that we're going to address a little bit later, but I just don't like the stereotype. Like, just because she's a strong, independent woman doesn't mean she's all these other things. You know, men can have one-night stands and no one says anything. A woman has a one-night stand and all of a sudden she's a hoe or she's loose or she's easy and all the things. And it's like 2023, like, all of that stuff should be out the window by now. I think that if you are sex positive and you know yourself and you know your wants and you know your needs and you are a willing and able participant, then you should be able to make your own choices. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you guys, life is super short. If you're not really having a lot of sex, there's no turning back. You're just getting older and then you die. So enjoy yourself in the moment. That's how I feel. <sighs> I tell you, I tell you, these fools are just I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with, I don't know what to do with these couples. So <clears throat> let's meet, uh, who am I talking about next? Charlene. Okay, so hold on. Let me find Charlene for you. Charlene is, still, oh, here we are. Oh, this didn't even come up very well. Oh, well. It's a smaller photo, but you'll get the, the point. So Charlene's the one who her daughter passed recently and uh, her son is Harrison. And she thinks that Ryan and Ryan is Shannon's son. She thinks Ryan is a, a little bit of a hottie. She also thinks that Ryan has the most sexual energy and so she's talking to So Young as they're eating breakfast. And she's like, you know what? I feel like he would know what to do in the bed. And So Young, agree so young agrees with her. And it's just like, well, I totally do think that he probably knows what to do in the bed. However, I personally would not want to have to ask him out. Like she really is from the old school way of thought where she thinks that men should ask out women, right? And so Ryan is here. And again, sorry, the photo is small, um, but this is Shannon and Ryan. So Ryan's on the right-hand side. So they think that he brings the most sexual energy uh, to the manor, which, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, Rebecca says, I like Charlene so far. Um, and Jazza says Charlene is sporty spice of the group. <laughs> uh, and what did Renee said something? Other than Kelly being loud, all these women are cut from the same cloth. Uh, and Nat Attat says it's funny that Jose is the biggest hit because he seems like he's the most mature looking, right? Right? I mean, who knows, you guys? Who knows what's happening? All right, let me see if I can find So Young and Jimmy. I hope this one is bigger. Yes, it is. Perfect. So, So Young, remember, she's the surgeon. Jimmy, her son, he's one of the older ones of the group. I believe he's like 30, 30. Yeah. And so... They're just talking about how So Young has had like a really rough dating life and she has a really strict standard and no one fits in her list of what she requires in a relationship. And 
her son was like, you know what? No one seems to be able to meet your standards. And that's why you're single. And that's why you're here sitting on the wayside, single, ready to mingle. But when you throw out your list, no one can meet your crazy expectations of what you want. And he's like, you need to just chill out a little bit, chill out and maybe you'll find someone. And so I have to ask the live chat, do you guys have like a, a specific standard of if you're single or when you were single on what you look for in a partner? So like I said to you before, all the moms, right? Cause it's the moms and the sons all the moms like Jose, like they really like Jose for some reason. And I'll pop him back up. He's the standout in the group. And so all the moms kind of have an eye on him, but Kelly has her hooks in him already. So we flash forward to they're outside in the manor. All the fa the sons and daughters are like sons and daughters, ha! sons and moms are mingling around. And then we see that, did you guys notice that So Young was giving her son a massage? He was like sitting on his bum and like giving him a massage. And it was like the weirdest thing. Like I was like, I don't know. Like the show has no boundaries. Like I just, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm very confused by, I guess I'm not a mom. So maybe I just don't know, but I just find the whole thing really like wild, really wild. Anyways, April, this April, uh, she gets a text for the next challenge. And the next challenge is called the wall of secrets. And the whole idea is, is if you can stump your mom or your son with a secret that they don't know, you win a romantic date. All right. So that's going to be the challenge. So here we go on the challenge. Uh, Gabrielle J, Gabrielle and April J, right? Because I told you that we're going to call April, April J, because uh, it just makes it easier. So Gabrielle is the son, April J, she's the oldest of the group. She's 59. Uh, she explains what the challenge is. So each week they have a challenge. They have to guess the secret. Uh, if neither the mom or the son guesses right, then they win a date with whomever they like in the manor. The twist is, you guys, that they all got a text the night before and they had to write down some of their deepest, darkest secrets that no one knew about, but they didn't know why they were writing it down. They didn't know that their secrets were going to be revealed to the entire house. And they didn't know that it was going to be part of this challenge for today. Uh, C. Crew says that challenge was crazy. It was totally crazy. Totally crazy. All right. So huh, April J went first uh, on the wall of secrets. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to just tell you what all the secrets were. Right. Because I wrote them down because it was, it was like, they were really giving you some stuff. So April goes first, Shannon goes next, Charlene goes next. Um, Stephanie goes after her, so young, and then Pola. So those are the six moms that go in that order. So what are the secrets? They have to match the secrets 
to their sons. And then the sons have to go and match the secrets to their moms. So there were 12 secrets. And I'll go down the list of what they were, and then I'll tell you who guessed what. So the first one was number one secret that no one knew about. Deepest, darkest secret that no one knows about. Number one, I had sex in a mall elevator after watching a late night movie. Number two, I slept with my son's best friend. Number three, I started dating a couple of women, but they were just both just to hit it and quit it. I never called them again. Number four, I had a seven woman orgy. Um, that's number four. Number five, I had a quickie on a yacht with a girl I just met. Number six, when I was 16 years old, I had a three-way with two girls at my mom's house. Number seven, I grinded on a grandma and she liked it. Number eight, I got, okay, so this one is like a little x-rated, so I really am gonna have to let you guys use your imagination and I hope I can explain. So I got pink eye from eating peach. I got pink eye from eating a peach. Number nine, I dated my son's middle school teacher. Number 10, I had sex in public on a beach. Number 11, I had sex in a restaurant bathroom with a stranger. He was young and very hot. And the last one, number 12, I kissed my male friend for New Year's Eve. And that's when he told me he was bisexual. says, I hope the show comes with therapy. Secret says, pink eye, LOL. Pineapple Express says, this show is so deliciously trashy. I really hope it doesn't get canceled. Um, so those are the 12 secrets. Now we have to guess who belongs with what. So April J went first. In April said that she thought her son had a seven-way woman orgy. Um, she was wrong. Oh, wait. Yeah, I want to do it that way. So she was wrong. He actually was the person that kissed his male friend for New Year's Eve, and that's when his friend told him he was bisexual, okay? So he guesses nine. He guesses that his mom dated his middle school teacher. He was wrong as well in his guess. Her truth was she slept with her son's best friend which is weird because this is not the one that actually slept with the son's best friend. So I think she lied. I think she lied, you guys, because there was a whole blow up that we're going to talk about later about who slept with whom. So I feel like she lied in the beginning because she really, and she told us that she didn't really want to tell what her real secret was. So I think she went with whatever it is that she could go with. 
Okay, so that was the first the first duo. Next up was Stephanie and Billy. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie's the churchy lady. Oh, I don't think I took a picture of Stephanie. Rude. Okay, so I do have Stephanie on here though, right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll just look at this one. <clears throat> Stephanie is the woman in the black dress. And her son's name is Billy. And she guessed number 10 for her son. Billy was, he had sex in public on a beach. She was correct. And he guessed that she dated her son's <clears throat> middle school teacher and he was correct. So Stephanie and Billy answered correctly. So they got it right. However, your the whole goal of this was to stump your mom or your son. So even though they got it right, they both, they lose because they got it right, if that makes sense. <clears throat> All right, next up was Charlene and Harrison and this is Charlene and Harrison. She guessed that Harrison grinded on a grandma and she liked it. She was correct. That was his secret. He guessed number 12, that she kissed a male friend for New Year's Eve. Uh, and then when he told her he liked it, it was because he was bisexual. That was incorrect. The real answer, which wasn't on the list, so I don't know what number it is, but she said that she had sex with someone she didn't remember his name, which is not one of the 12 answers. So I feel like she, just like April J, made shit up and said whatever she wanted to say just to say it. Because I took my notes and I wrote everything down, and that was definitely not one of the answers. Next up is Kelly and Joey. And if you remember, Joey is the youngest. He's only 20, okay? So she guessed that Joey's deepest secret was that he had sex in a mall elevator after watching a late night movie. That was incorrect. He guessed that she, number 10, was she had sex on a public in a public beach. She had sex in public on a beach. He was wrong too. So what do you think the real answers were, you guys? Because this is crazy. So her real answer, her real deep, dark secret is she had sex in a Michelin star restaurant bathroom with a stranger. And she says he was young and very hot. That was her deep, dark secret. His deep, dark secret was he started dating a couple of women but they were both just a hit it and quit it and he never called them again, which you guys make sense. He's only 20, right? He's 20, he's sowing his seeds or whatever you say. He's like getting out there, he's dating, whatever. He's 20, that's what you do when you're 20. You go out and you like bang everything in front of you. I'm not, I wasn't surprised by that one at all, at all. Um.
moving on uh, to Shannon and Ryan. Do I have a picture of Shannon and Ryan? I do. All right, so Shannon and Ryan. Shannon guessed that her son Ryan's deepest, darkest secret was he started dating a couple of women, but they were just a hit it and quit it. I never called them again. She was incorrect. He guessed. Oh, this is the thing that was weird. He, he, I don't know what his guess was because they didn't show what his guess was. They just went straight to the answers, which again, you know, the edit on this is a little bit funky for me, right? Because if we're going to talk about like diversity and we're going to talk about all the people that are on there, uh, the people that are getting the most attention um, are not the diversity people. So like we're barely seeing anything with Ryan and, Sh and Shannon and the one that is really getting the worst edit that you probably don't even know what he looks like is, and see, that's how bad it is. I can't even remember his name. Um, is April's son, Ricky. And I'll pop this up. April's son, Ricky. Hardly see him, hardly see April. Just the edits are really terrible in that let's give everyone equal time so that we can get to know all the cast and characters that are involved in this crazy, ridiculous, I don't know what to say, I can't wrap my mind around it show that everyone is talking about and everyone, like I said, is trying to boycott and say that they hate it and all the things. But it's like, I don't even, I don't, I can't say that I hate it. I just don't understand it. And because I don't understand it, I'm going to continue to watch it because what's the purpose of the show? So the purpose is not to really find true love because obviously you're not going to find true love. You're having to date and do all the crazy stuff in front of your, your family member. I don't know. I just feel like there's some twist. There's some twist. Okay. So Shannon Ryan. So Shannon's truth is number one. She had sex in a mall elevator after watching a late night movie. And Ryan, her son, his deep, dark secret truth is he had a seven woman orgy. Jocelyn says, I didn't notice Ricky the first episode. And then the second episode, I was like, wow, who's that? That part, Jocelyn. That part, because they didn't even show him really in the first episode. So you're absolutely right. And Rebecca's like, where has he been at? That part. Okay. And last but not least is So Young and Jimmy. And this is the this is the reveal that was the biggest deal. So So Young. Um she guesses number eight that her son got pink eye from eating a peach. She was correct. And he guesses that she kissed her, a male friend on New Year's Eve. And that's when the male friend said that he was bisexual. He was, she, he was incorrect in his guess. So what was her true truth that put him over the top is that number two, she slept with her son's best friend. He had no idea. 
he had no idea you guys and when i said he he's when i'm saying he spiraled he spiraled 100 out of control so who were the winners ryan and shannon kelly and joey and gabrielle and april are the winners of this challenge and if you guys want to see so it is ryan and shannon so ryan and shannon kelly and joey and gabrielle and April. Do, I don't have a picture of Gabrielle in April. Sorry. Do I not have a picture of? Oh yeah, here it is. And then Gabrielle in April. April J. That's why I couldn't find it. April J. Uh, and Gabrielle. Those are the three mother sons that won this challenge. Okay. Now back to So Young and Jimmy. This is where the show was like. Jimmy's traumatized by finding out his mom slept with his best friend. Um, he feels like she should have taken that to her grave. He doesn't want to hear anything more about it. He doesn't even know which best friend it is. And he doesn't even want to know which best friend it is. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's like spiraling out of control, you guys. So then he goes to the pool. He's skinny dipping in the pool. He's freaking out. Um, Charlene comes to try to talk to him. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He's like talking nonsense he's saying all these random words that aren't making proper sentences he's like totally tripping his mom comes out and it's like telling him to get out and let's go to bed let's talk about it and he's still tripping like on 100 and tells her to go away he's like people can't handle the realness of life and life is so real and i am so real i don't know and i can't believe it i just don't understand i like he just was like freaking out you guys all all the way didn't get out of the pool just continue to freak out and one of the interesting things that was said on the show was that you know with all of these secrets being revealed it's bound to create some issues right because maybe perhaps some of these things weren't things that you should have share, shared with your mom or your son which i think about it you guys there are things to this day that I know that my parents don't know, and I will never want them to know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are some things that you just don't talk about with your parents. And I feel like, you know, your sex life is one of those things. I mean, unless your parents are therapists and I, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know what to think. Like I said, I can't wrap my, I can't wrap my mind around the show. It's just super wild. Super wild. So... He's freaking out. Um, so young goes back to the room and she's super upset. She feels bad. She didn't expect her son to freak out the way he's freaking out. She feels guilty, but she's like, you know, I'm a, a human, I'm a woman. And these things happen. And she's hoping that 
he'll forgive her at some point and she goes to bed crying which i thought was really sad <clears throat> rebecca said i got some things i'm taking to the grave facts facts rebecca facts same 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 all right so kelly and jose have their date and i don't have a picture of them together but like i said jose is this guy oh pop up pop up and pop off jose is this guy and kelly's the blonde who has been getting i in my opinion the most uh airtime because she's very uh you know bold so they go on their date and they're gonna go by boat to a major landmark in mexico and he's all about it so jose is like you know i like her initiative i like how she planned the date how she made the date um and i like how she's like taking care of me and being very thoughtful and they go to a place called mushroom rock which is a major landmark in mexico and when they get there Jose is like super excited because he's like, you know what? I've only ever seen this online, even though he is from Mexico himself, um, but he's never seen it in real life. So he's like super happy that she planned this and put an effort into, um, you know, learning about his culture a little bit and, and planning something accordingly. And so he peppers her with compliments. So Jose says, you know, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're thoughtful. And I just love how you manage your space and everywhere you go, you shine and it's very admirable. So he was like all about Kelly, right? All about Kelly, loved the date. They spent five hours away from the manor, just the two of them. She really likes him and she makes this crack that she adores his mom and she would love for Pola to be her mother-in-law one day and i died of laughter because how old is she so kelly is 50 and pola oh i don't have pola's age on here oh pola's 48 kelly's 50 and pola's 48 so it's funny that she would be the stepmom if these two got together crazy crazy so Jose and Kelly, they end up kissing on the boat and they're kissing a lot and they're having sharing a special moment. They're watching the sunset over Mushroom Rock. They're doing the whole thing. Um, and so they had a really good time and they clearly connected and they both like each other. Great. They get back from the date and Ricky, who we haven't seen very much of at all, which is what I keep trying to tell y'all, so Ricky is sitting at the bar and he's right by uh, Pola and Pola's like, yeah, she's still like professing that um, Kelly is definitely not Jose's type. She knows her son. Her son only dates good girls and yada, 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 yada. And Ricky's like, listen, obviously there's some t interest there. He wouldn't have gone on the date and then says, your son's a man. He's okay. And meanwhile, Pola keeps freaking out. 
And like, no, 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 no. My son will never go for her. Never, never, never. And Ricky's like, well, he likes what he likes. And it's clear that he likes her. He's been gone for five hours and he's had a good time. And look, here they are. They show up and they're both glowing. And everyone's trying to pepper them with questions. And Jose's like, I don't know what to say. Uh, all I know is I had a good time and I can't get into more detail because my mom's sitting right there. And then Paula comes up to him and she's like, where did you go? What did you do? And Kelly's like, oh, well, you know, I took him to Mushroom Rock. And she's like, what? I've wanted to go there. Uh, why didn't you invite me? And Kelly's like, this can only be two things. Either A, you're a helicopter mom, or B, you're like acting like a jealous wife. Which one is it? Because whatever's happening here, you're a little too close for comfort. And you and your son have a like a weird ass bond and it's not okay. You need to let loose on the the umbilical cord strings and let your son be who he is and make his own choices. <clears throat> so C Crew says that's probably why Kelly moves so fast because she knows her crazy will be out soon. That part. Listen listen y'all because i'm about to go off on, on kelly in a minute but let me just get there so it's nighttime the house is let loose people are dancing they're drinking they're eating they're all hanging out they're like coupling up or whatever it is that they are doing and um pola is sitting with her son jose who again i keep telling you is like the hit of the group or whatever and they're talking they're catching up and they're talking in spanish and kelly's sitting with her son across the way and she's like what's happening what are they saying she really wants uh pola to go away she's frustrated with herself right which is an important note to make she is frustrated with herself because she doesn't know how to speak spanish now in Spanish, Paula's like, are you watching Kelly? Like, she's staring us down. Like, what's up with that, right? And so she turns to Stephanie, who also speaks Spanish. And is like, hey, are you noticing that Kelly's sitting here, like, just staring at us? And, like, what's up with that? So here's what I have to say. So the two Americans, Charlene and Kelly, start making a big deal that Jose, Pola, and Stephanie are speaking Spanish, okay? Charlene's like, it's making people feel uncomfortable. Now, let's, let me address that first and foremost. When someone speaks another language, why, why would it make you feel uncomfortable in any shape, way, or form? Explain it to me because I don't understand it. I don't understand it. What are you uncomfortable with? Because you don't speak the language that's their native language, you feel uncomfortable? Because to me, that sounds like 100% privilege. That sounds like 100% ignorant American. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is Kelly's like, stop speaking Spanish to the group. She's like, the majority doesn't know what you're saying. And I think it's disrespectful and rude. Okay. I'm about to pop off. So here we go. First of all, you're not in America. You guys are in fucking Mexico. So in Mexico, they speak Spanish, okay? If you don't speak Spanish, that's on you. 
But if the three of them speak Spanish and are in Mexico speaking Spanish, then you have the audacity to say, stop speaking Spanish. It's rude and disrespectful. What I find is rude and disrespectful is that you want to be accommodated because you don't speak Spanish in Mexico, which is a Spanish speaking country. Okay. Now, Kelly, Kelly, in my opinion, and don't come for me, Vanessa, I don't mean you, love you, but Kelly kind of is giving me a typical OC rich mom vibe where she feels entitled to whatever because she can afford to be entitled to whatever because she's grown up in privilege. Now, what I would say to Kelly is that instead of just using your money for a personal trainer, you've lived in California your whole entire life. You should speak un poquito espanol. That's what I feel. And not only that, you're not even in OC, you're in Mexico. They speak Spanish in Mexico. So to habla espanol, no. Un poquito, no, that's on you. So when I feel and what I said is that Kelly to me is acting like Karen, where Karens need to have everything bundled up and comfortable and easy for them. And if anything makes them feel uncomfortable because they're not used to it, because it's not part of their day to day, then all of a sudden it becomes everyone else's problem. Well, no, Kelly, it's your problem because you are the one that, that only speaks one language. Okay. And I, I mean, that's a whole other conversation that I could have that I'm not going to have. I'm just saying for you to have the audacity to tell them to stop speaking Spanish in Mexico and that you find it rude and disrespectful. I find it rude and disrespectful that you have the audacity to force people who their first language, their native tongue is Spanish to speak English, to make you feel comfortable, Karen. So, Pola and um, Stephanie are like, listen, this is our first language and we're talking to each other. So like, I don't understand why if we're talking to each other in our first native language, what that has to do with you, Kelly, it has nothing to do with you. If I'm talking to you, I will speak to you in English because you speak English. But if I'm talking to someone in their native tongue and my native tongue, like why shouldn't we speak in our native tongue? Because you don't understand what we're saying because you're a busy body and you need to know everything. Okay. So what are Jose's thoughts, right? Because Jose just had this great date with Kelly. What is he thinking about Kelly now? Because he's like, is Kelly a Karen? Is like, what's happening? So. He thinks that Kelly is being overly dramatic and she's being overly dramatic unnecessarily. So he goes down because he's hearing it from the room. He goes down because he's hearing her screaming at his at at uh, Stephanie 
And meanwhile, his mom is like, yeah, I'm not used to like all this screaming. I don't like talking like that. That's not how we roll. We're adults here. We can, we can have conversations. We can agree to disagree. But what we're not about to do is yell in my face. So Jose goes down to talk to Kelly. And Kelly's like up here, you guys. She's freaking out because they're speaking Spanish. And so when Jose comes to talk to her, she blows right by him. She doesn't want to talk to him. And she's like still cussing everyone out. And he's like, wow, she's really shown this darker side of her that I didn't know about and I don't find it attractive. Yeah, none of us think it's attractive because it's very privileged, it's very entitled and it's very like OC behavior. And I think someone in the chat said something. It was like that part, privileged white girl experience, that part. And I'm not saying every white person is like that, but there are some people that, you know, they think that they can put their will on everyone else and have it go their way because they feel like they don't want to feel uncomfortable and they want everyone to bend to their will. And when those people don't bend to their will, then all of a sudden there's a problem. So <clears throat> Stephanie tries to reason with Kelly and says, you know, we're in Mexico and in Mexico we speak Spanish. And so I'm going to continue to speak Spanish to the other native speaking Spanish people. But when I'm speaking to you, I'll speak to you in English and I would never say anything to you or about you in Spanish that I wouldn't say to your face in English. So Jose go back to the room, him and his mom are talking. He's like totally not into the shouting at people. And Kelly's like freaking out in her room. She's still like screaming at Stephanie saying, you know what, now I'm considered the bad guy because I don't speak Spanish. Oh, see, so again, we're making it about you. So now you're saying that you feel like you're being the victim and all of a sudden everyone thinks you're the bad guy because you don't speak Spanish. No, let me clear it up for you, Kelly. The reason why you're the bad guy is because you came in with a Karen behavior, with entitlement and privilege. You are in a different country, and yet you still expect people to bend to your will. And whatever your shortcomings are, you don't speak any other languages. Because you don't speak any other languages, you expect everyone to speak the language that you're comfortable with. So are you the bad guy for that? 100%. Absolutely. I'm going to continue to cover this show, you guys, even though it's driving me crazy and I still don't understand the point of it. Um, because you know what? Why not? Let's dissect it and let's figure it out. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, I'll pop in the live chat before we end. And don't forget to like and subscribe. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, David and Annie, Lauren and Alexi after the 90 days. Um, Pineapple Express says, this show is trying to do what adults adopting adults couldn't do. That's what I think. That being said, I'm tuning in. I haven't watched Adults Adopting Adults, so I'll have to check it out, Pineapple Express, and get back to you. Um, but yeah, there's this weird experiment going on. I don't know exactly what it is. I still think that there's going to be like some crazy twist that we don't know about. Can I just tell you something that's so distracting to me, you guys? It's really distracting. Anyways, I had oral surgery, if you guys didn't know. And so they pulled a tooth. And like now I guess I have like a dimple. And it's like, I've never, I'm have i a grown ass woman. I've never had a dimple before. So like, oh, it's on this side. Well, you know what I mean? So 
now I'm like, every time I'm smiling, I'm like, what is that? Oh, it's a dimple. That's so weird. I've never had a dimple. And apparently as an adult, you can have a dimple. Anyways, that being said, I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Thank you for being here. And uh, if you're watching the replay, definitely let me know your thoughts on this show. Uh, it's really getting a lot of flack. People are like, this show is BS. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. I'm not watching. I'm not watching. I'm watching because why not? It's trash, and I got to figure out what it's supposed to be about. On that note, have a great rest of the night. Happy Tuesday. We'll see you again next time.